I'm John. And I'm Keith. And this is your somewhat reliable source of information for most things, John. Most things, Keith, including this week's topic, David versus Goli- I'm sorry, I mean Rich Benoit versus Tesla. Or Tesla versus Rich Benoit. So one of the many episodes in our Versus series. Yeah, we got a couple of those coming up, man. Yeah. So, But first, Keith, what we got? Uh, well, let's first talk about Widow's Link with Marlene. Let's do. Marlene is a uh, lovely lady. She uh, heads up this organization called Widow's Link, which uh, provides grief support opportunities, uh, social support opportunities, and uh, lovely things like cruises. Right. For these women to get together, to create relationships, and to and to heal from their uh, loss. Yeah, and if you don't like widows, so, you're just a butthole. So. You, exactly. Yeah. Who doesn't like widows? All right, man? exactly. I mean, that's like not liking chocolate chip cookies, mm. or, except worse. All right, and also another thing that we got going on right now is me and John entered into a small business grant contest with FedEx. and um, FedEx, yes, boy, yes. that would be big. So on our Facebook page... Go on there, and you will find the link to vote for us. Now until March 25th, you can vote every Once 24 a day, right? hours. Yeah, well, right. every 24 hours. Every 24 hours. Okay. Right, and um, that'd be a big deal for the growth of our podcast. So we'd Absolutely. really appreciate it if you go on there and vote, and that will help us stand out in that contest. So. Absolutely, man. So let's get on with the topic Keith. today. Right. We have got Tesla versus Rich Benoit. So first, Tesla. Keith, what do you think tell about us Tesla? a I think he was an amazing inventor. Yeah, he was. Oh, wait a minute. That's next week. Yeah. We are going to talk about we that. We are going to talk about yeah. Tesla. But first, we're going to talk about the automotive company, the car right. company. Well, they're not just a car company. They produce batteries, solar panels. Yeah. They're a uh, you know a modern corporation, Keith. But for our uh, purposes, we're going to talk about Tesla. They're trying to mass the produce company. some batteries, right, to drive the cost down. Right. Absolutely. So that electric cars can be a thing of the future. Absolutely. Um, so tell us, before we dive in, let's, okay. let's find out who these dirty sons of guns are. I okay. Mean, in this story, I'm sure maybe you could create a narrative in which Tesla wasn't the bad guy. But for our oh, story absolutely. today, yeah. Tesla's the bad guy. Right. All so right, they, so they've had their own David and Goliath battles with other car companies. Well, they have. Yeah. They certainly have. So they understand indeed. this. Yeah. Exactly. But they don't care because no, now okay. they're the big guy. Right. Exactly. And they forget, right. they've forgotten what they forgot it was like to be the little from. guy. Exactly. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about Tesla, Keith. Well, the company is, I mean, it's pretty amazing what they've pulled off. There wasn't a new startup car company for 111 years before them. That was time. that was successful. I mean, you had the DeLorean right. lasted right. what like seven years and failed, and everybody loved the DeLorean, but it still failed, right? Right. So, exactly. um, yeah. So that's a long time. So in right? two thousand three, yeah, here comes the Tesla. I think automotive company at the time, but so tell us more about them, Keith. So What's they've, up? they've grown in just that short amount of time to a market cap of over forty seven billion dollars with a B. With a B. Billion. So it's a large I don't know company. what they're doing. Yeah, they're always needing more money. They need another. <laughs> I know, they, I know they're always raising money. So I need money. They're so. spending a lot of that, I guess. They show sure is. Uh, so, um, but I mean, it is an awesome car. I like the Tesla myself. Do you like it, John? I, honestly, I don't know that much about it, but from what I've seen, they're pretty sharp, man. Okay, so there I know is. This. I know electric cars have a lot of torque. Right, absolutely. That's what was cool about it to me. Peel the tires off on the road and go from zero to sixty in like neck snapping fashion. Right, absolutely. Um, some models could get the uh, what they call the ludicrous speed upgrade, okay. and then go zero to sixty in under three seconds, like two point three, two point eight seconds. Yeah, that's amazing. Two point eight. There's gas cars that can do two point eight, but not probably not two point three unless you're getting into like a dragster or something. Right, exactly. And the twenty twenty model, 
is supposed that what they're claiming. You know, Elon Musk, he, he tends to claim a lot of things. Yeah, Elon Musk is an interesting yeah. character by himself. Absolutely. It's a, and you know, interestingly enough, he did not create this company. I know, he didn't. Yeah, he, but it was Martin Eberhard and Mark Turpening. Mm-hmm. And somehow him and two other him, guys got involved early right. on and he got, got involved the early. right yeah. to call themselves. And he had a little money from PayPal, right? Oh, is that where he comes from? Yeah, Elon Musk. Really? Yeah, I did not so. re- see. That shows how ignorant. Hey, once again, Keith, we're your somewhat reliable source of information right. for most things. I read a book about him, and uh, he he had like I think 150 million or something like that to to invest in something. And he he invested in Tesla, and, and uh, I think it that was before SpaceX. SpaceX was later on, but okay, you know, he dumped a lot of his own money into SpaceX. these companies to make them successful. So, but anyway. The 2020 model, he boasts that it's going to go 0 to 60 in 1.9 seconds. So now that's like the Roadster. That's like a supercar type of thing. Yeah. Not and, just a, right. It's not just the S-series that drives this. around on the highway. 0 to 100 in less than four seconds. All right. Man. That's pretty quick. That's fast. So that to me, quick. man, that's why I like them. It's just cool, you know. Um, and this guy we're talking about, Rich Benoit. That's French for Benoit. <laughs> I know you're calling. You're trying yeah. to figure out his name. I said, "Well, that's Benoit." Yeah. You're like, well, that's just French for Benoit. Yeah. So, so we're just going to call him B-E-N-O-I-T. We're just going to call him Rich. Yeah. Because we know him. He seems like a really nice guy. So, yeah, so this cool came dude. to my attention uh, when I read a recent Boston Globe article. Right. And like, I was fascinated, and I was like. I mentioned it to you, and we're like, man, we could do like a versus with this. Yeah, absolutely. Little dude. So so tell, let's tell us folks a little bit about Rich. So Rich lives in Massachusetts. Yeah. Wife and kid. Let me try that again. Massachusetts. So anyway, he's got a wife, two kids. Yeah. Works in IT. Yeah. So he's Went, an IT guy. Yeah. Two years, of, uh, two years of college at Harvard. Right. And then graduated from Suffolk University. So I guess he's doing pretty decent for himself. You know, he's, he's doing the IT thing. Right. And then... On uh, what I saw on one of the little videos was Buddy here starts working at Tesla. Okay. Comes by with an S series, takes him for a drive, and he loves it. He loves it. And he said that he loves it for the same reasons that I love it. He said I'm not no tree hugger or anything like that. Which you know that's one of the allures of a Tesla. And I'll just Certainly quote sustainable issues yeah. in energy. Yeah, we we can see that. Yeah, I'll just quote from this uh, report that I read. It says, "At one end of the spectrum, the Tesla Roadster. It's talking about the Roadster in this case, has higher efficiency and lower lower total emissions than the best of the most efficient cars." The report said. At the other end of the spectrum, the Tesla Roadster accelerates at least as well as the best sports cars, but it's six times as efficient and produces one tenth of the pollution. It has about it, I mean, the thing is about this car, John, is it only adds about 25 pounds to go from 100 horsepower to 200 horsepower. You know, right. whereas if you were to add that much horsepower in a gasoline car, you're talking about adding a whole lot of weight, decreasing its efficiency. And right. on top of that, you have a really powerful car that's not efficient when you're not going fast. Yeah, no, there's no such thing as a powerful, fast, efficient gas it's, engine. Exactly. But this is. So, so it's amazing. Right. You know, it's a... It's a feat of engineering, if you ask me. Exactly. And, so uh, Rich loved it, man. He's he like, I got to get one. But you know what the problem was, Keith? What's the problem? $80,000 base price was the problem. Yeah, man. And so Rich is working IT. Craziest. But this cat's got two kids. And that's just lives the Model in Boston. S. That's, not that's even just the, the S. That's, that's not, not even the, the most one, expensive man. one, right? Exactly. 
So he's like, there's no way. And base model, I mean, what are you talking about, like 130000 with the bells and whistles? Which, you know, in my opinion, you're going to get one, you got to get the bells you and whistles. you got to get the bells you know? and whistles, man. And he's a tech guy. So he loves the geeky techy stuff. And this is basically tech on wheels, right? Exactly. As a matter of fact, he called it a laptop on wheels. He sure did. All right, so Keith, where did, what happened? How did he get a hold of his first Tesla? So he bought one that had been flooded. Saltwater flood. Yeah. I think it was from a hurricane. I don't know which hurricane, but so this when was been a, in a hurricane. Non working Tesla. Non working. He paid like fourteen to eighteen thousand dollars, I think, for this thing. Yeah, I think Not it was fourteen thousand dollars, yeah. And um so anyway, he just set out to try to fix it. And I watched some of those first videos, man. That's pretty exciting when he's sitting there cutting into a lithium ion battery the size of a car nearly. You know what I mean? It's like it goes through the whole floorboard. You know, so it's this huge lithium right. ion it's like battery. A, what a four hundred volt battery. Yes. So Keith, let's role play this. Let's say you're rich and I'm Tesla. So give me a call and tell me about your car real quick and what you need. Okay. Just make a call to me. Do 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 do. All right. Hello, Mr. Tesla. Um, hey. I, I have purchased myself a used vehicle, and um, this vehicle happens to be a Tesla Model S. So I'm looking for some parts. First of all, I'm going to need a battery. Uh, okay, sir. We'll get that out to you as quick as possible. Is that what they said? Absolutely not. They, let's, 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 let's do a comma right here would be a semicolon in the rich story. Okay. So Tesla is kind of like the Apple of electric cars. Yeah. They have a closed ecosystem. Their stores are even like Apple stores. Like when you go buy yes. one in a in a store, it's like you're going to an Apple store, not a car dealership. Now, I here's soapbox for half a second. I love Apple products, the quality of Apple products, the software. Right. But I hate the lack of freedom. Yeah. I hate that you're closed into their ecosystem and infrastructure. So therefore I don't use Apple products at this time. Right. I have had Apple products in the past. Which that's all like business for them. You yeah. know? It's like and they, so, they make a lot of money doing it that way. Absolutely. And there's a certain thing to be said. Richest back, company in the world. Back to Tesla. Yeah. They okay. want to have their hands in the whole pie. Yeah. Right. I understand that. Even Rich understands that. And another guy I found who's kind of the um the something engineer, did you find him? Engineer well, yeah, with an he, I. He's another guy. Wasn't he like a former Tesla engineer? Oh, was he? Maybe he I is. He was, so he yeah. does work on the side and rebuilds and stuff too. Yeah. So here's the thing though. They want their hand in every part of the pie. Yeah. They sell direct. You can only get parts through them. You can't run down to the auto zone and get your Tesla parts. You can't get online and get like your uh, manual for your 69 Volkswagen right. or your 2018 Tesla. You can't do it, man. So they've got this closed infrastructure and Rich pretty much hit a brick wall. Yeah. When he tried to communicate with Tesla about getting parts. So what'd they say? Uh, they said, screw you, Rich. <laughs> yeah. Like, they made up some excuse, this. right? They well, they like, made yeah. up a safety excuse that if you you don't know what you're doing and basically you could create a very unsafe situation for right. you and others on the road. So that's their excuse. Which, I mean, if you watch some of those first videos, I mean, the guy was kind of scared he was about to fry himself anyway. I'm going to tell know? you what. So they have a four, point, If a 400-volt you know? lithium battery that size blew up, it, it'd be something. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I've heard of... Uh, houses burning down because of lithium ion batteries in hoverboards, you know. Yeah. Or how about Samsung phones burning yes. up cars yeah. with their I little mean, small lithium ion batteries? Yes, the uh, lithium ion batteries uh, obviously can be very volatile. They can. So, it, what's what's a poor guy to do, man? So he can't get these parts, but luckily for him, well, he's not going to give up. He's that's not. For sure. 
And luckily for him, this worked out in his favor. He lives in Massachusetts. Right. Which has something, Keith, called the right to repair. Okay. So he's getting on the philosophical thing. He believes, as I believe. And is that just a state law? It is a state law. It's It's the only state that has that law. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So it would be nice to be federal. So basically the law says that you, as a purchaser of a vehicle, have the right to access to manuals, tools, and parts that a dealership or a repair shop would have. Yeah. So that means that Rich or Keith or John, we buy our our Tesla or our BMW or our Kia or whatever, and we have access. Ikea. Ikea. They sell furniture. Well, they got a new electric car, too. (laughs) Okay. And you can buy it right there right now. Awesome. Not really. But the idea is, right, you have access to this stuff, so you can fix your own stuff. You're not locked in to this monopolized ecosystem. Yeah. But did that apply to, to Tesla? Well, it should. It should, but what's the problem? Well, how do they get around it? You tell me, man. They don't have dealerships. They don't have dealerships. Yeah. So technically, if they don't provide manuals to dealers, they don't have to provide parts, dealers to you. Have, exactly. So that's where he ran into it. So it kind of saves his butt a little bit because they really can't come after him for trying to fix his own stuff. So let's move on around to the next phase. How has he gone about trying to fix his own stuff? Okay, so you got to find parts somewhere. Got to find parts. So he found another Tesla. You buy another salvaged S-series car. Right. Absolutely. So he bought one that had been wrecked in the front. Right. And so different set of circumstances than the other one one had been flooded one had been wrecked so you got different parts to use and that's no different than a regular car man my grandfather ran an auto body shop for years so if you've got a car um that's torn up in the front you know you find another one that's been wrecked in the rear right and you buy it for parts and you use what you want off of it so he's doing the same basic thing that anybody fixing cars has done except to a higher technological degree right so, how did it turn out? So he gets this stuff, and over the course of quite some time, he tears parts out of one and basically rebuilds the other. And interestingly enough, yeah, several he said, months, right? So it took a long months. time. I'm not sure how long, but it wasn't quick. Right. So he. Uh, so meanwhile, he's um, doing YouTube videos this whole time, right? And it takes him months to finish this thing, right? Right. But he does it. He salvages parts, puts another one together. And bada-bing, bada-boom, he's got a working Tesla. Right. And um, some of you may be thinking right now, well, yeah, but how much did it cost him? You know, he's put 14000 in the first one. He bought the second one for how much? Another fourteen, fifteen thousand. Maybe 18, I 18, think it was second. Yeah. So he's already got 30 thousand dollars into this. I mean, all that work he put into it. Here's the thing, though, that you're not realizing. He sold off parts that he didn't he need. He sold off the parts. So as of right now... He's got about sixty five hundred bucks, and he said that that is actually dropping because he's still selling off parts. Right. He in one of the videos I watched, he had a visor. Yeah. That's burned up. It looks like a piece of trash, but even that visor had some little springs or some little clips or something like that that you literally can't get anywhere else. Yeah. So he's not throwing that visor away. Somebody comes in, there's a wrecked car, something's happening, and they need something parts for a visor, then he's got visor parts for the Tesla. Right, absolutely. So he tried multiple times to get these parts, and they're just not having it. So he gets his car together. 
he puts this YouTube channel together, mm-hmm. and he starts hearing from Tesla owners all over the U.S. Right. and even overseas. There's the problem, man. With their monopoly, if you had multiple service centers and you didn't have to wait to get your car serviced and they weren't charging you upwards of $175 an hour yes. for labor... Well, then maybe that wouldn't be so bad. But since they are charging 175 an hour labor and people are having to wait upwards of weeks and months, months. for repairs. And I watched one video about piece. that. Like, um, And this one wasn't even a repair. The guy, Somebody was trying to buy used Tesla from Tesla. And the process was just horrendous. I mean, it was terrible. It's like they didn't even realize he had bought the car online. Um, they had to find it when they found, I mean, it was just terrible customer service, horrible, you know? And so, you know, that's another reason to try to work around, you know, buying a used car from Tesla, you know, making a used car yourself, right? Putting exactly. Exactly. Now, what I love about this, so he's, since then, he's helped thousands of people. Yeah. He's. I don't know if it's a GoFundMe campaign, but he, what he's trying to ultimately do is he's trying to create a repair shop. Yeah, the first, now, the first of its kind. There's some issues with that because I read there's a former Tesla um, worker who tried to create a shop in Denmark. Oh, really? And was initially shut down from the get-go, like no way. Since then, Tesla has given them the thumbs up and supports that particular shop in Denmark, but. You know, Rich so is did still. They, not, did they have to have Tesla's thumbs up though? Apparently so. I mean, it says illegal to. I don't know how it is to I, repair Teslas. I mean, uh, how do they get I don't away know if with There's that, some kind of know? court injunction or how they do it, but A cease they and desist are or putting the like hammer that? down, man. They're trying to keep people from doing this. And one of the guys I read said, "I get it." So some guy gets a Tesla repairs it and does something wrong and the car blows up or crashes and kills somebody it's not going to be mechanic messed up and didn't fix the car right it's going to be tesla kills people and they have had a lot of uh you know negative publicity lately about you know cars catching on fire and stuff like that yeah and so they are trying to maintain their pr yeah i don't see how you could have a a car with a huge giant lithium-ion sales and it be in a pretty bad car wreck, and there not be a severe possibility of fire explosion. Right, and I but don't know how I know, works, yeah, they have. I know they. I know they like, got to have safeguards. Yeah, they've engineered like uh, some kind of compartment system or something like that to try to prevent that from happening. I don't know. I know they're they're working on that for sure. But um, so so anyway, is he going to be able to do the shop? You think? Well, that's what Rich is trying to pull off. He's protected a little bit. That's what you know. Philosophically. He's very big on that whole right to repair thing, which mm-hmm. I am too, man. I'm a DIYer. You know what? My I Kia mean, do, has, you, do you actually own it if you're not allowed to repair it? Okay, well, now that's interesting that you brought that up. He says with Teslas, that becomes especially iffy. So let's do something we can all understand. Most of you, um, most people have a Windows PC of some kind. You might have a Mac. If you do, that's fine. The same principle stands. But let's say you have Windows 10. Let's say back in the day, you bought a Windows disk. Mm -hmm. You own the physical disk, which is worth about a nickel. But you don't own the software on the disk. You have purchased a license that gives you the right to use the software on the disk. So you don't own Windows 8. So when you purchase a Tesla, 
Well, that's what Rich was saying, is it's hard to distinguish what you actually own when you own a Tesla. Huh. He said because the, the software... Yeah, it has a lot of runs, software. I mean, it's like a laptop yeah. on wheels, the guy said. Right, it's con- yeah. totally computer-controlled. Even the door handles that's like crazy won't even pop out like there's without things there that being they software-related to there's, that. Yeah, there's upgrades they can give you to that car without you even taking it into the shop. Yeah, just doing the software. send it to you. He said that's a neat. Tesla cannot run without communicating with Tesla, basically. Right. He said, so because of the software on there, it is hard to say what you actually own and what you don't own. So... Right. Those kind of uh, intellectual property rights. It's not just about okay. Maybe I physically own the tire on this car. That's a whole different world, ain't it? Dude? But it's weird, man. Yeah. You know, it makes me want to just get like an old Volkswagen bus and just sit out in the driveway. Because you know what I can do? I can pull that engine out, set it on a thing. I can get a manual, and I can take that thing apart, put it back together all day long. Even my yeah. Kia. You know what? But the it's sad that these up. kind of things are pushing people to stay with gas though you know like a less efficient you know older way of doing things i think a lot of people for whatever reason if you're environmentalist which i'm not a huge environmentalist i i appreciate our environment but you know i'm not like a a huge environmentalist guy just kind of like rich but the thing is people who appreciate the environment well if you and are and you want green technologies to shine forth and appreciate money. that yeah. i definitely do you want these batteries to be cheaper you want them to be easier to get but here's the problem or just it like also, an event like for me it's just an advancement in technology though it's not necessarily about the environment stuff it's just like this is the next step you know so i hate to see it be thwarted thwarted by you know all this stuff day, going on right here well and another thing is this the insurance premiums are so outrageous yeah. because basically how insurance companies recoup money, that that's also an impediment to ownership for these type of cars. If they keep everything in-house, here's what happens. So I wreck a Kia, and let's say it's going to cost $5,000 to repair it, and the car's only worth 4500 Yeah. Well, they're going to total the car. They're going to give me my money, and they're going to take that old Kia, and they're going to sell it at auction, and they're going to recoup some of their money. Right. So somebody like my grandfather used to may buy that Kia, except he didn't buy Kias because there wasn't Kias back then. Right. But he bought luxury cars so to fix and sell. So he would go buy that car, fix it, sell it. Well, that's what somebody like Rich is wanting to do. But they're not going to be able, the insurance company is just going to eat that whole thing. They're not going to be able to take that car to auction and sell it because you can't get parts for it to fix it. Right. And so, possibly not even own the whole thing. Exactly. That's yeah. crazy stuff, man. Yeah, there needs to be some things happen with this to make this better for the consumer. Absolutely. So what Rich is hoping to do, he's hoping to start this garage, which there are some great impediments to that in terms of the tools, the manuals, the stuff. But he's got some of the knowledge, but getting the parts is the big thing. And from what I read, he's got three Tesla employees that are current Tesla employees and obviously they're not going to make their their names and selves known. Right. But he's got three Tesla employees ready to jump ship and come start this thing with him. That's awesome. Because the reason they love Tesla to start with, the innovation, the technology, the quick-moving aspect of it, that doesn't exist now 15 years into it. Right. And they're, they're on board with this. But, you know, he would expect that if he really does get the money together to start this, that, that Tesla is really going to try to come down on him but wouldn't that be neat man there you go there you would have david and goliath right there man in yeah the courts. well tesla needs to realize though 
that the consumer is what keeps them going. Now I know that they, you know, traditionally have marketed to a higher end consumer. Right. But like they're trying to come out with what is it, the Model Three, which is supposed to be lower priced. They're trying to to market to more people now, and they need to, you know, study their audience and realize what they want because in a free market, the consumer is depends on whether or not you make it or not. If they don't want to be another DeLorean. Yes, dependent on that. Yeah. yeah. If they don't want to be another DeLorean, exactly. they better start wising well, up. They're heading toward DeLoreanville. Yeah. But who knows, man? Maybe guys like Rich, who knows where his store will end? Maybe right. that happens. And him and these guys, they start a new electric car company. And they make the change. Be the change you want to see in the world, Keith. That's right. All right, man. What else you got? That's you got all anything I got. Else? No. That's all I got, man. Go Rich. Go rich. All right, yeah. Keith. We'll tell. The, oh, I, wait a I was gonna say too, though, that I, I, I like his innovation not just with doing this, but also using it to, um, you know, get this YouTube channel, you know, and uh, monetize his YouTube channel and stuff like that. He's really made a name for himself just by not quitting and just going for what he wants to do. Persevering, man. Know? Yeah. Go rich. Go. Well, all right, man. Oh, we got a shout out this week. Hey, yeah, and before we shout out, before we shout out everybody, I want to uh, say this, man. We've had listeners this week and everywhere from uh, the U.S., Alabama, of course. But man, we've got people in England, New Zealand, Ireland, Australia. Oh, it was UK. Oh man, it's awesome, dude. I think you said Australia. England. I did. Um, it's wonderful, man. We appreciate everyone listening for all the folks who liked our Steve Irwin episode thank you so much we appreciate that yes. greatly rest in peace Steve Irwin yes indeed we love and, uh, so we've got some shout outs and please y'all bear with us remember this um, we're just about a step above rednecks <laughs> and you know we are college educated yeah but we're here in Alabama USA that's right and our uh, ability to pronounce regional names in other countries maybe that aren't real similar to our own we're limited, you know. Again, we're we're somewhat reliable in terms of pronouncing yeah. your name and your location properly. But, we, but please, we're going to do our best. Hey, and if you want to uh, tell us how we screwed it up so bad, please feel free to uh, right. mail us and let us know. So, so yeah. Keith, let's shout some folks out this week. Okay, so we have sharing. four people who um, shared our page, or they didn't share a page; they shared, they shared our episodes. Our episode, right? that's awesome. And man. we said we'd shout you out if you shared. So here it is. Here it is. First one is Orlando Scholler. Orlando Scholler. We'll go with that. From New Quay, Cornwall. That's on the uh, ocean, the Atlantic Ocean side, southwest England. Thank yeah. you so much, man, for listening. Thank you, Orlando. Us. We appreciate you. Ben Taylor, a friend of mine from Prescott Valley, Arizona. Arizona. He All was right. on the show a couple episodes yep, ago. he was. Christopher Halligan from Waterford, Ireland. Which, Excellent. Uh, we have a lot of fans in Ireland. Yes, we love man. the Irish. Thank and, you so much, brother. And I don't know if I can pronounce this one or not. Ryan Smith. <laughs> I think I got it. That one's easy. From um, Adelaide, South Australia. Wonderful, man. Thank yeah. you so much, everyone. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate we it. We hope now. you're enjoying the show. Yeah, feel free to get in touch with us, too, man. Uh, doyouflummadiddle at gmail.com. That's one M, not two, because two is a... Dessert. And also, Keith, how can they get a hold to us on Facebook? Uh, Flummadiddle is the tag, I That's believe. it, yeah. at Diddle. And um, We're not doing the do Twitter thing so much. So, yeah, yeah. doyouflummadiddle.com. Also, go to Apple Podcast. Leave us a five-star review. Please consider right. that. Or the podcast app or Google Podcast or Pocket. No, not Pocket. Wherever you get Pocket your podcast. Cast. Yeah, wherever you get your podcast. Just give us good scores. Spotify, whatever. All right. That's it. All right. Peace out. Hey, thanks so much.